Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Empower Single Mom Podcast on today. Today is Wednesday. This is the day that the Lord has made. We rejoice and be glad in it. So today is Wednesday. I hope y'all had an amazing, awesome day on yesterday. Because I did. So today we just start the day out with greet this day. I will greet this day with God love in my heart. It is the greatest secret to success no matter what life brings. It calms every storm. When the enemy persecutes my soul, love comforts it. When I face darkness, love brings light. When my heart is overwhelmed, love will inspire and encourage it. When my heart is distressed, love will remind me of God's goodness over the years. When I feel discouraged, love will lift my head to the Lord and fill my mouth with a song. I will worship him this day with love in my heart. I greet this day with God's love in my heart. When I feel like heaven is silent, love will remind me that God knows what I'm going through. He has a plan and he He will provide for my every need. I greet this day with God's love in my heart. Love will lead me. Love will direct me. Love will inspire me. Love will heal me. Love will fill me. Love will revive me. I greet this day with God's love in my heart. Love will deliver me from my enemy. It will protect me in times of storm. Because of God's love today, all those who seek to hurt me will be stopped. For love makes my faith a shield. Love makes my shield of faith work. I will love all who I come in contact with today. I will love the weak and make them strong. I will love the inspired and be inspired by them. I will love the empty and help them be filled. I will love the filled and they will overflow. And I will love the broken and they will be healed. I greet this day with God love in my heart. It will quench all thoughts of the wicked one. I will I will confront everyone I face with love. It will shine through my eyes and bring a smile to my face and bring a wave of peace to my voice. It will lower people's defense and empower them to experience God's presence. I greet this day with God love in my heart because he loves me. I love myself and I will love others and I will love life no matter what I face. From this moment forth, for fear and hate leave my body and my fear and hate leave my family and home in Jesus' name. So today we have greeted this day. So let's get started on what we're going to talk about today. Today is Word Wednesday. And the way I'm going to talk about it is what you're going to do when you're in the valley. What you do in the valley, meaning like what you do when you are going through the, woo, going through the rugged, going through the treacherous, going through the wilderness, and you just don't know what to do. So that's the word for today. What to do in the valley. Even though we walk through, even though I walk through the darkness, darkest valley, I will feel no evil. Even though we might be going through things, going through, but, ooh, look, um, you know, you might get anxious, you might get scared, but God said, you, I will feel no evil. Me like, what can man do to me? So, let's get started. Hold on. Even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will feel no evil. That is in Psalm 23, 4. Chapter 23, verse 4. Have you ever been in the valley of despair or disappointment, regrets, and unmet expectations resides in the valley? Sometimes it takes a while to climb out of it and we can find ourselves getting tired of the journey. The valley experience wasn't what we anticipated when we began our Christian journey. We have we may have hard days but not as but not difficult years that may bring that a valley may bring. You know, like we go through so much. Like he's like, okay, God, I'm gonna take this walk with you, we're going to go hand in hand, and all of a sudden, 
this happened, that happened. It's like every time you turn around, there's something happening. Like, oh God, I can't catch a break in the valley. Or you know, like, or you just get disappointments. You know, like this is not what I expect for my Christian walk to be. This is not what I expect the Christian journey to be because I thought, like, when I gave my life to God, I was not gonna have no trials, no tribulation. I thought it was gonna be peace and cream. But then you start looking at other people, like, dang, how they go through stuff. You know, like how they get this, and I'm over here still struggling with X, Y, Z, and they over here living their best life. So that's you know sometimes we feel that way like wait a minute god i'm, I'm going to church i'm paying my tithe i'm doing all you talk i'm praying i'm doing this i'm doing xyz i'm doing abc i'm doing all this but yet still i'm in this valley so what is it about you know like you know, sometimes we like god this is not what i think sometimes we're like you know what if, if i had to walk with jesus like this i should just stay where i was you know how that's how some people feel like because when they say, okay, God, give it to you, or like, God, I'm going to walk this Christian walk or whatever, then it doesn't go how we plan. You know, we uh, we get tired. We get tired of like, God, I'm just so tired. Or every time you look up, God, I can't catch a break. Every time I turn one court, I think I'm out of the heel of one uh, one trial or tribulation, one test. Boom, here come another one. Or here come another situation. Like, Ooh, Lord. like when am I going to catch a break? Have you ever just felt like, when I'm going to catch a break, when I'm going to be like, this one time I just let my head down, my hair down. So, okay, yet the valley experience will develop us into be more like Christ, Jesus Christ. It helps us with our persevering on difficult overcoming sins and depending completely on God. Yes, we may have, um, we may not immediately recognize our spiritual growth, but it will be relevant to those in our homes, schools, and workplace. Yes, we go through. Yes, we might go through things in life and all that type of stuff. We might know, even though we say, oh, people, oh, girl, you do it. Doing this and doing that, and they might see growth, and you you might not see it. Talking about, oh, girl, I know you that strong, because you know you're dealing with some stuff, you know. And people are like, oh, she's, you know, they see the, they see your growth. You might not see it, but other people around you might begin to see your growth. Like, I'm so proud of you. You be like, so proud of you for what? You know, not how we are sometimes. Proud of me for what? And then you might not think like. <sighs> You know, like you're not growing, but you are. So when we go through the battle, when we go through trials and tribulations, our thing is, our God wants us to be is to completely depend on Him, depend on Him, nobody else. This when we going through stuff like, okay, God, you want to do this because I ain't got no other options. I have been in the situation where I was like, okay, God, if you don't make this work, I ain't got nothing else to do. I've been in a situation to where I have, um, let's see, I can go back to where I was, when I mean, my kids were staying in the hotel, but they didn't have years, somewhere, yeah, yeah, somewhere up now, and I will be like, I didn't even have the money to pay for that week, for that rent, you know, whatever, because how I get paid, I get paid every two weeks, so, you know, I, you know when I work at the school, like on the 5th and the 
15 or 15 less than a month. I can't even remember. But I was like, I didn't have, I didn't have the money. I didn't know what to do. But I said, God, you just, I don't know what to do. I, I didn't know what to do. You gonna have to be, help me figure this out because I didn't know what to do. Yes, I asked people. Yes, I did. But the people who I thought they would be in my corner, who the people who I thought was gonna help me, they all vanished. So I was like, what hell? When I was there, when y'all was in times of tribulation, I was there, but she can't return the favor. But that's that's how people are sometimes. So I was like, okay, but the whole even though I could not pay my room rent, even though I could not pay it, I never had to move my stuff out that room. Because you know, if you can't pay it, you have to move your stuff out the room, and then you gotta hope and pray that you get able to get the room back. I did not have to, many times. There were many times we could not pay. The room with God, I always put somebody right there. We're like, don't worry about it. We'll make sure nobody's going to touch your stuff. Whatever. I never had to move my stuff out of that. That was like God saying, I got you, please. I know you don't understand this situation. I know you don't understand this journey that you on. I know that. But I got you. This, I just need you just to focus on me. Yes, there was time where we had to sleep in the car. We slept in the, uh, I mean, we slept in the Walmart parking lot. And I remember asking somebody, could me and my kids come stay? They was like, yeah. But they, you know. People, people turn their backs on you or whatever. But it was hard. I'm not going to sit here and lie. And that was an experience that I would not wish on my worst enemy. But it lets me know that God got me. Even though we slept in the park. I really didn't sleep because I was too afraid of what if somebody come to the car or do something to it or whatever. And I remember it was cold. And, you know, I'm trying to think that we had, had gas and stuff, so I had to keep the heater on. You know, it was just a whole lot of stuff going on. But yet and still, God kept us in that parking lot. And we was, even though I was scared, even though it was uncomfortable for my kids or whatever, we made it through. And then the next day, I was able to pay the room rent. So, you know, and once you, if you know how to extend a hotel, if you don't keep paying it, you know, then you got to start all back over again. But God made a way. So, and now, when I, now as I go through stuff and people are like, oh, please, I don't think you go through stuff or whatever. Because I'm always joking. I'm always laughing. And people can't really tell if I really am or not. Because sometimes people can. But then it's not because I'm joking. I'm laughing. I try not to let too many people in. Because people wouldn't understand what I go through. People would not understand. So I'd have been in the bed. I think I'd have been in the wilderness and everything else. But did I think my Christian walk and journey was going to be like this? Hell no. Sure, I'm telling you that right now. I thought it was going to be peaches and green. Because then I start looking at, wait a minute. We going through the same thing. How come they got a their situation? <laughs> and I'm still over here, Jesus. And yes, I do go to Jesus. Like, uh, how come they have it and I don't have it? I know I ain't the best. I'm trying to do my, I live right for you. Trying to do this and do that. And you don't say nothing. So let's be quiet. <laughs> And we learn to worship God in the valley. Our hearts begin to understand the joy in the midst of difficult. That is so true. Because when I was going through stuff, I would put on gospel songs. I would just put on things and just know that God. I remember uh, when I stayed in Longview when I almost lost my mind. Just basically lost my mind. Because I didn't know what I was going through. My, um, well, my, well, my kids, they love Tasha Tiles or whatever. But they were all, every time I would go in the back of the ambulance, my kids would always sing uh, Tasha Kyle, Break Every Chain. They would sit back there and just listen to it. And even though I was going through it, didn't understand why I was going through it. Then I thought Jesus was mad at me. I thought Jesus was like, you're going to deal with this for the rest of your life. 
or whatever. This is what you want. This is what this this is what it's gonna be. Every night you're gonna be back at the ambulance. I was like, I can't, I can't do this. I felt like I couldn't be myself. I was so scared to go to work, scared to go to school. I always had to have somebody around me because I was just so afraid. I couldn't function. Anybody could function. But yet and still, in the midst of it all, I worship God. In the valley? Yes, in the valley. I worship it. Worship God because that's what you have to do sometimes. Sometimes you have like, God, I don't know what else to do. I just give it to you. If we learn to pray in the valley, our prayers become more discerning and powerful. If we learn to know God's words in the valley, our minds will forfeit against the text of the devil. If we learn to serve others in the valley, we will recognize what we are. We are the only one hurting that other people must worse off than us. True. Because I had to realize. Because I was like, why they got it or whatever. But then I get begin to sit back and I'm like, well, shut up, Felicia. You didn't been through words. Shut your mouth. Um, it could be worse. You know, sometimes I had to catch myself. It could be worse. It, I could be in a total where it just be chaos or whatever. But then I had to just sit back. And he's like, thank you, God. Even though I'm going through this, it could be worse. Somebody out there is always worse than you. Somebody always, I just don't. You might have a little, but then somebody don't have nothing. So, even though we want to complain and say, God, why you got me going through this? Honey, somebody's got that worse than you. So, the valley experience isn't for everyone. Many believers choose the easy path of life. The easy path of living a surface Christian that minimizes their minimum requires church attendance, frequent Bible reading, and hurry prayer. Yet, for those who are willing to go deeper in Christ, to experience his amazing presence, the valley experience will be the toughest but the most rewarding part of their life. That is so true. That is that part right there is true because some people just like, you know, they pray here, go to church here. I don't go to church. I mean, I just choose not to because of COVID. But I know COVID is not as rapid as it used to be, but I'd rather just, because not church people are, are hypocrites. I'm not saying all of them, but they all, you know, it is, I'm not going back, I'm not going to go in there, but I just, you know, I watch church on TV. I read my Bible. I pray. I have my long time with Jesus. So, yeah. Um, it is true. When you go through the battle, when you come out, you be like, thank you, God. It is so rewarding. You want to tell everybody in the world. Not to be both. Like, girl, you want to believe it? Not to boast. Not to show both. But just to tell people the goodness of God. It is the most rewarding thing to tell people. God, I want to do this XYZ. But look at God. is this. Hallelujah. A mountains top triumph, top triumph, even more celebrated when we remember where we have come from in the valley. That is so true. So just remember when you're in the valley, when you feel like, oh my God, geez, I can't take it no more. Shut up and shut your mouth because it could be worse. I mean, you might be going through it just a little bit. Uh, There's something, something very minimal. And you over here about to have a pretty boy because I have been there, done that. So I know. But yet, Jesus gets you to do it. Yet, you know what to do. Some people just don't know what to do. Some people don't even have the means or have the knowledge or have the resources because you might have something. And then, I can't remember. I'm going to say this. I can't remember uh, when it was during COVID and, um, you know, they were going paying um, people rent. So, I know another person. 
who needed some assistance or whatever. So I told her how to apply, whatever, whatever. And then I was like, okay, I'm gonna apply. I'm gonna do it that way, whatever. Now, the person I told how to apply, how to get the help, she was like, how you get it? And I Jesus gave it to me. And I, I did it completely. I had nothing to do with it. It was Jesus that blessed me with the funds, the pay, because my rent was, I had got behind because of the job that I have and whatever, because of COVID. But she's like, how you get it? I was, I don't ask Jesus. That's on, that's on the person I know who helped me get it. That was Jesus doing it. That was not me. But you know how some people just so envy and so jealous because if you tell them something and then both y'all do it, but then you get it and then they get mad because I didn't get no help. I ain't got nothing. This is good. But then I'm, I have no control of the situation. All I did was say, God, you know I need the help. I don't know what God, I'm bad at making this. And I just left it alone. I left it in God's hand. Boom. That's what I did. But some people just don't understand when you in the valley. When you in the valley, some people just don't understand what you go through. You, they don't know if you've been praying. They don't know what you've been doing, but they just think that, you know, you let it all You don't. So the prayer is, Dear Lord, my valley experience is only worth it if you're with me. Help me to preserve through the season of my life that I'll give you glory now and forevermore in Jesus' name. We just got to give God the glory. When we go through things, depend on him. Yes, you can, may have somebody to intercede for you, like pray for you, or come in agreement with you, or whatever. Boom. Now I'm very skeptical. Or like, if I'm going through something, I very, a lot of people don't know what I go through, because sometimes I tend to shut off people, or uh, isolate myself. Not to be mean to nobody, because I just do it, because I know people are so very judgmental. They don't understand. So I, just, when, I go, when I'm going through things, I tend to go through it by myself. I don't let everybody know. Me and Jesus be together, put it that way. But I don't tell a whole lot of people because people don't understand. But when I get out of it, come to, like, girl, you won't believe what happened. They're like, what are you telling us? Whatever. So, that's my thing. So, when you're in the valley, all God wants us to do is to completely depend on Him. Yes, you. Yes, you probably don't understand. Like, Jesus, I know I tell you, I want to walk with you in this Christian world, but, uh, Jesus, I didn't think it's going to be like this now. I didn't know we're well, going to have trials and tribulations, tests over here and all this. It's okay. God is with us every step of the way, and that's what he wants us to realize, that God is with us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. Yes, we might be going through something. You might be going through something right now, but just know that God is with you. He just wants you to depend on him. When I was going through my situation with um, me about to lose my mind. I had to really, 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 really depend on God. I like God, you know, this is what I'm dealing with. And don't don't get me wrong. There are good days and bad days. You know. But I know God got my back. I know God God has my back. And yes I do pray. Uh like, you know, I pray I sit here and I listen to God's music while I'm working or whatever. But I have to get my mind together because the devil loves to play with your mind. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Just remember, when you're in the valley, when you're in them treacherous in the wilderness and you just don't understand, depend on God. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have an amazing, awesome day. And be blessed.